2: Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome. Welcome to the haunted estate.
3: Hello and welcome to The Haunted Estate here with your girl. Yes, that's me, Selena, Selena Myers. Selena's spooky boo, if you follow me on TikTok and the internet. So boo crew, I hope that you love this today. It is an episode that I am guessing we are all excited for, I am excited for, and it is all about sleepwalking. As we know, ever since December, I posted some sleepwalking. It took off. It was more than what I expected and it has honestly just blown my mind, the feedback that I've gotten from it. I first actually posted my first video about sleepwalking in 2019, um, around mid to end there. And it was a letter that was left on my front door from a neighbor who had seen me sleepwalking, caught me on their footage that they had outside their house, little camera there, which was super interesting. But after that, it wasn't until about a year later that I posted my first like actual video and it was the hotel video and it took off. I wasn't ready for the kind of response it was going to get, but, you you know what? It has made people really smile. So I was able to reach out, put kind of a casting call out saying, hey, who has sleepwalking stories that they want to tell? Um, almost all submissions were from women, which I think is kind of interesting when it comes to sleepwalking. Have we figured something else out there? Most videos on the internet are of women, which is pretty cool. But um I think it's gonna be cool to dive into this, kind of hear their stories. There's some spooky background to some of these. And I think that that is just amazing. Um, but of course, before we start this, we are going to talk about it. We're going to talk to Adam. So parasomnia is well, it's kind of like a blanket term when they talk about sleepwalking. Parasomnia covers all the different topics. They talk about how it happens and where it starts and stuff that causes sleepwalking. And it seems like everyone has their own story when it comes to it. For me, it's very stress related, but... As I've grown older, I don't do it as much as I did when I was a child unless it is triggered by cheese and chocolate. And I have tried to disclose this in all my videos, but of course there are people out there that are never going to believe it. And that's just a part of being a part of the internet. I feel lucky a lot of the medical community has kind of come out and explained how things work, but of course the haters' voices are always louder. So I'm hoping that this episode will bring some light to that, bring some kind of, you know. Education to the topic of something like that. Because me personally, I am lactose intolerant and I'm also kind of allergic to caffeine. So I really wonder you know, the stress that eating cheese or having the chocolate, because you know, there's a little bit of caffeine in chocolate, if that triggers my body to sleepwalk because my body's having such a hard time trying to process those kind of things. Um, also, we all know that there are like kind of these like weird ingredients when it comes to cheese and like psychoactive things like that. Um, there's some really cool documentaries out there about cheese. Um, So if you like cheese, you can find a lot of nice things to watch. I'm sorry I did that, but I did and it was a topic. <laughs> see, the thing is, it's hard. It's hard being lactose intolerant. You see me, I'm a big girl. Do you know how I got here? Ice cream, chocolate. Numbness. A lot of people ask me, like, well, how do you never eat cheese or chocolate to avoid sleepwalking? That's not how it works for me. I have to eat it immediately, immediately before I fall asleep. So when I do trigger these sleepwalking episodes, which I do for the most part, most of the time it's kind of a non problem with it happening, unless I've forgotten because I've gotten a long time or I fell asleep. I'm a napper. I can't help it. I nap. But when I do trigger these episodes, I will pound either cheese or chocolate. I will take my melatonin and your girl is out. You talk like an hour later. I'm up. I'm walking. I'm rolling. Adam's watching. I know that there's a whole bunch of questions that people have had for him. I see it in my comment sections all the time where they're just like, um does he still want to be married to you? (laughs) So I think it's time that we bring in Adam and we look at exactly how he feels about things. So uh, let's get Adam on. Okay, guys, the man of the hour, Adam himself, my husband, welcome to the show.
1: Hey, what's going on, everybody?
3: How does it feel being married to me?
1: (laughs) How does it feel? I love being married to you. You mean being married to a sleepwalker?
3: Yes, yes. How does that feel?
1: That feels... It was scary at first. It's a regular thing now, but I mean, oh gosh, it was... The first few times, it was funny and scary. Because the stuff you were doing is hilarious and even the sleep talking like the sleep talking is always the beginning of it sometimes and it's probably some of the funniest moments of my life honestly like the things you would say and are doing like you get laughing and you like swear a lot
3: So, there was this period a couple years ago, I remember, I was taking this kind of antidepressant at a time, (laughs) Seroquel, I know a lot of people take it, and I didn't sleepwalk, but every single morning, Adam would get up to get ready for work, because he worked like a day shift, so he'd be up at like 5.30 in the morning, and I don't know what this medication did to me, but I was just, I thought it was the hilarious thing, so I'd be in this like moment between like sleep and wake, and I would just be hysterically laughing, and just saying the most insane stuff. oh it was crazy <laughs> you would laugh i so forgot hard. all
1: about that dude
3: you laughed so oh, hard it
1: was my morning entertainment for getting up to go to work
3: <laughs> i remember like, like what did i even talk about like
1: anything and everything i don't know you were always in some <laughs> kind of like rem sleep dream state and like just going off <laughs> and it, it was wild it was
3: so funny like, i would laugh so hard like i'd wake up and my sides would hurt and i'd be like what was i even talking about what was i doing
1: Oh, I wish I had some of that on video. Oh, man. W- I think we might, like, somewhere. like
3: We need to find on it. On the
1: old, old, like, maybe it's in iCloud, somewhere really deep. I'm going to go through it maybe someday.
3: Yeah, we need to pull that out. That's some yeah, funny stuff. It's
1: some really <laughs> good stuff.
3: But, yeah, before we have our guests on, Instagram definitely had some questions for you that I want to pull out. What do we got? All right, Catherine wants to know if I've ever scared you randomly in my sleep.
1: Uh, yeah, like I've been sleeping and she'll wake me up by like doing like her fast run and like her giggle. And like, if she like takes off like that, it'll like wake me up. That's not, not, not scary, scary, but like it startles you awake. But, um, I'm a lighter sleeper now because of a lot of head injuries. Um, and so that's not so bad anymore. I'm usually awake as it's starting to happen and I'm like really aware of it probably also because subconsciously I know you're doing it all the time and stuff right
3: You you don't sleepwalk but you do one thing that scares crap out of me Adam will sleep yell and it takes a minute to like wake oh, him up yeah. and it's a weird you're like ah, Yeah, ah, ah. yeah.
1: <laughs> It's where in your dream you're actually yelling or you're like something's going wrong and you're really trying to alert yourself or somebody. But in like real life, it's just coming out like it's not coming out like you want it to it's like you're trying so hard and then you end up in this like half awake half sleep state where you realize you're just like ah, ah, <laughs> and, and I you're trying him. to like push the yellow but you <laughs> yeah. can't and then and then you wake up and you're like oh i was doing that again it
3: takes you so long to wake up and i'm like hitting your chest because we're like adam needs to sleep in the pitch black so our room is black and i'm like slapping him on the chest i'm like dude do wake up you're freaking me out let alone that's <laughs> me who goes around flipping the bird on to you know the invisible demons in my house
1: yeah i think i might scare you with that more than you scare me
3: oh no it it actually literally terrifies me so someone has a question here courtney yep. wants to know what's your all-time favorite sleepwalking that you've witnessed like what's your that moment I've witnessed
1: yeah honestly it's not just selena but the other night <laughs> selena was sleepwalking and i was on the couch and our dog Jackson he's a jack russell he gets very frisky sometimes and there and he has a stuffed animal or two and it ha- he busted this stuffed animal out dragged it over and at the same time that she was sleepwalking he started doing his thing just going to town on this stuffed animal oh my god and it was too much it was the, just the funniest experience probably of my life
3: <laughs> literally like we review the footage in the basement and we're literally laughing our heads off because there i am shoving things in my pants and jackson's just like whipping this bunny around my feet anytime that i walk near him he like takes the bunny, He's like sorry let me get out of your way and then he just starts going to town on it again like like the, it was his show
1: funniest and, thing yeah ever. and
3: we posted it to tiktok and it blew up and every comment is
1: the dog yeah oh my god (laughs) oh it was too much the stars aligned and i was just taken aback it was insane (sighs) hilarious funniest thing of life for sure
3: oh yeah it's definitely like those subsequent moments that aren't even related but just happen to happen and you're just like i couldn't believe it this is golden i could not believe it (sighs) has your laughing ever woken me up and how do you keep from laughing because people see in the clips they're like how is he not dying and you usually
1: are yeah i mean i'm used to it but like sometimes it does just still make me laugh but i just cover my mouth and try and be as quiet as possible and sometimes you know she'll wake up but like dude
3: when i was shoving all that stuff in my pants like if i was watching that like watching that after i almost died but like how how did you function
1: i was laughing hysterically on the couch but, just, but like i was just shoving my face in the blanket and just being as quiet as i could in the moment i
3: think that was my funniest moment for me like i was bent over and you could see that i thought i was so smooth and my pants were just completely full of things
1: it's like when a baby's sleeping and you don't want to wake it you are like something's extremely funny but you can like laugh hysterically but like quiet yeah. yourself right because you know the consequences of being too loud
3: okay when do you feel like you need to intervene
1: <laughs> in the beginning i always did i was like oh no like what is she gonna do like,
3: i think it freaked you out in the beginning yeah
1: oh, yeah i'd intervene all the time but then as it went on it's like well let's see where this goes right and then i'll intervene if need be of course but like i mean obviously she snuck outside once or twice i think two
3: yeah, a few times in total. A lot more when I was One a One of the but... times
1: when you snuck outside, like I knew when I was watching. One of the other times I didn't. Yeah. And obviously we took precautions to make stop that from happening again. But, I mean, I'll intervene if necessary. But, I mean, for the joy of the entertainment.
3: <laughs> I think he trusts it more now because we know what we're doing it for. We, knew, we know that we're filming this for TikTok. So, he lets things go farther. Before, it was just me or him. If I was talking, he'd, like, record it or he would like try and like talk back and forth with me that kind of thing but you know wh- if I got up and walking and this was like back in our normal life before TikTok before filming it he was really quick to like grab me or get me down but that was like I said it's kind of a non-issue because it only happens if I'm really stressed or I eat the cheese or chocolate before I go to bed so that really wasn't like a huge problem but it, it does I still have my occasions and on those nights he'll grab me pretty quick and be like yo 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 are you are you good are you awake a lot of the question is are you awake are you alive are you okay <laughs> but yeah anything you want to talk about sleepwalking before we go
1: no i think we covered quite a bit there i mean it's just a part of our life and it's hysterical
3: it's definitely, like, brought some good juju our way. I feel like it's been really interesting. I've gotten so many messages of people just being like, I've never laughed so hard. And I think we all hear sleepwalking stories. We've all seen it once or twice. We have our stories. But to actually see it out there in the world, um, I was on Anthony Padilla's show. I spent a day with sleepwalkers. And, and it, was just, it was just fun, you know. It was cool to just say, you know, I've been able to kind of exploit this part of myself. But it's all without harm and it's all to just make people's lives better. But that is the fun side of sleepwalking. As we see oh, sleepwalking can yeah. be
1: very serious.
3: Very serious. And that's kind of what we're talking about and today.
1: There's too and we do take that part of it seriously.
3: Yeah. I don't ever want to be like, haha, this is funny. It is a huge issue. Um there's been actual murders that have happened and been proved. Like they were sleepwalking when they shot their husband in the head. But today Crazy. we have some really interesting stories. We have someone who is a very violent sleepwalker. Every night that she has to deal with this is is crazy um at the end of the day it is this weird state where you're not really in control of yourself so if you're not really in control what is do you know what i mean there's so many ways to look at it you know in the past through you know human history people have looked at sleepwalking as kind of a warning to really dark and scary stuff like
1: who knows right like yeah. i mean Obviously, most people are probably just in their normal state of consciousness, it is them, but is there darker things out there? And can they take hold on somebody in a rare occasion, right? Like, maybe, yeah, not every sleepwalkers possessed, but like, are you easier to be taken by an energy in that situation?
3: Absolutely. Or there's the other aspect where a lot of people say, okay, if you sleepwalk, that means you're going to have this illness in your, in your past, in your future. You know, some people have, you know, it's been a warning sign for epilepsy, ALS, MS, things like that. Um, I know myself, my mother has multiple sclerosis and she was someone who did sleepwalk and sleep talk when she was a child. But there's a lot of different things to look at but I feel like you know with this podcast we're going to kind of talk to people who have lived through it there you know I'm not a doctor I I can't spew facts but I think at the end of the day people's experiences are what teach us the most
1: and definitely make it the most interesting about the topic sure. absolutely
3: I think that's really cool. Well, thank you, my dude, for coming on and answering some questions. It was super interesting, but I'm Absolutely. excited. I'm yeah. excited to hear more stories. All right. All right, See guys. See you guys later. Let's jump to our first guest. Our very first guest on here. This is Brie. She's wonderful. She sent us this story, and it is everything it is witchy, it is ghosty, it is demonic but of course, it is sleepwalky because that is the topic for today. So, Brie, how are you doing today? I'm great, Selena. Thank you for asking. I love your background. We got candles. We have lights. It's it's dark. It's it's it just fits. It fits. <laughs> I live in a little den. <laughs> no, it's perfect. Perfect. How's the weather where you are?
2: Um. Well, the same as you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's dreary. It's rainy. Um. It's perfect. Honestly. <laughs> Why?
3: Why did it have to be so cold though? We literally had a taste of summer, and now we've been slapped back into like winter's witch's tit
2: oh yeah <laughs> yeah uh, my poor little dog has allergies so this like back and forth of cold and hot is just making him sneeze up a storm Poor quincy <laughs> Aww, that's it's okay amazing. he's great that's sweet what kind of dog he's a uh shih tzu and he's 16 years old turning 17 in may
3: what a sweet
2: little bean he is my like whole entire heart my little soulmate i love him so much do you put him in halloween costumes uh
3: yeah. What was, <laughs> what was he last Halloween? He's a cow. A cow, black and white. So we, well, yeah, he's a cow. Oh my gosh. No, that's amazing. That's amazing. I, I want to say when I got your, Adam was like going through all of the different submissions for this episode and he's like, you need to read that this is awesome. And I agree. So this is really cool, guys. When she was in university, she shared a 110 square foot room with another girl in a 60s dorm. But come on, tell me. I want to hear it. I want to hear it from the horse's mouth. Tell me what happened.
2: So um, it kind of just like she would. Okay. So my roommate was kind of, we didn't click very well, um, as the roommates do, you're in a 110 square foot room, there is no privacy whatsoever.
3: Uh-uh.
2: <laughs> uh, it was so bad, but um, she's great, she's fine, it's just living together with her was not good, um, and she would sleepwalk, like, not the type of things that you do either, where it's kind of funny, or kind of, you know, like, uh, you're doing things. Yeah. She would just randomly get up, like, immediately turn to me and then just, like, stand over my bed.
3: Oh, don't you just love that? Let's just steal your soul while you're sleeping.
2: <laughs> and, like, she made these jokes all the time, too, of, like, I'd say something and, like, snap at her being, like, snarky and sarcastic like I am. And she would be, like, you better watch out. Like, I know where you keep your knives.
3: She'd um, say that in her sleep or when she was awake?
2: When she was awake. Um, <laughs> so she was run 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 i couldn't (laughs) she was joking but there's a line and she crossed it every time
3: oh that was crossed yeah well once we start talking about where the knives are um that's definitely a beginner there yeah run (laughs) yeah
2: but um she basically stayed um only like uh like Tuesday night to Thursday morning in first semester. But then second semester, she dar- started doing some more stuff on campus. So um, she started staying more often. And she sleptwalk once in first year. And I kind of just, she just kind of like got up, she's like, I need water. And then just kind of walked and I was like, oh, that's sleepwalking, I know what that is. Um, so I didn't wake her or anything, but I told her the day after, she's like, that's weird. I haven't sleptwalk since I was like seven. I was like oh change of place maybe you're in a new dorm all good like I adjusted up anyways I have insomnia so I would not sleep um really much like
3: I'm sure it got way worse after all this
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, most definitely um second semester though she stayed um a lot more often like I said and it got worse and it was just these standing over my bed or sitting up and like staring at me and just sitting and just (laughs) (laughs) um and just like stuff like sitting in the corner of her bed and like rocking back and forth and humming or like standing on her bed and looking like she was trying to scale the wall and like whispering things to herself and like stuff like that that I was kind of just like okay like this needs to stop
3: (laughs) well I know in these in the in your writing you literally said like she was speaking different languages
2: yeah like um her mom is spanish so she say some things in spanish that i knew because i can speak a little bit um but then there was stuff that was not english and she didn't know spanish to begin with she knew like papas fritas which means french fries um okay (laughs) um so like she would be whispering things in spanish and then she'd be saying things that just did not sound like english i don't know if they were another language i don't know but it was like mumbling like gibberish type of sounding stuff that I was just like I mean maybe that's just sleepwalking like I don't know but yeah. after some videos I mean you articulate clear words when you're speaking and yeah. reenact things so
3: it's weird but there definitely is this weird disconnect I'm sure you can agree when someone's sleepwalking like the way they stare the way their mouth moves it's so different compared to what they are in their daily life that like so much of that is kind of like but another thing I want to bring up that you did talk about in this, um, you d- and it's kind of, I related to this, and this is another reason I wanted to talk about this, was the dorm itself, right? Yeah. So when I went to college, um, I went for police foundations, and I stayed in a dorm um, with four other girls who I didn't connect with either. One was kind of like insane really insane like I'll never forget sleeping and a chair came through the wall and I was like wow great but right outside my room was the stairway where a boy had overdosed and died Mm -hmm. and I'll never forget the day that I moved in I had made my bed went for a shower I was the only one there after winter break I came in all my blankets were off my bed kind of thing so you mentioned like you you went kind of deep in here and talking about like the dorm itself and tell me that juice
2: yeah Um, So the dorm was built in the 60s and it is rumored that um, two people or more have jumped off the top of the building. Um, It's also rumored that before they did the renovations, uh, there was bathtubs in the dorm and um, people would often, like trigger warning, but they'd often um, bleed out, like cut themselves and bleed out in these
3: bathtubs. Yeah, don't leave a mess. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's a dark thing to talk about, but it is I true if you're going to put a bathroom you know. Up,
2: man. Um, but, like, yeah. yeah, like, stuff would happen in this dorm. I mean, it's from the 60s, and they immediately had students in it. Like, it, it's been quite a while that it's been erected like that. Yeah. And just, yeah, my room was right next to the stairwell. Stairwells are just Creepy. literal spirals of energy. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it was... It was a lot learning that and kind of making the connections to what happened.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's really cool you are a hereditary practicing witch, which <laughs> is really cool. So when when it came to your roommate, um, like real honest truth, you've lived spiritually. You, you've you've dealt with things. What is your interpretation on what was going on?
2: Well, I, I kind of make myself. I don't know if you've seen BuzzFeed Unsolved. But
3: yes, I'm
2: myself, the middle of Ryan and Shane. Okay, um, perfect. Ryan, I'm like, sometimes I'm like, dude. <laughs> and then Shane, I'm like, no, that, that, like, they make sense sometimes, but they meet each other in the middle and a breeze appears. Perfect. Um, <laughs> but I was like, okay, when she told me about her dreams that she was having along with these sleepwalking, like these sleepwalking nights, um, I kind of was like, maybe it's just like, She watches spooky stuff, reads spooky manga.
3: What were the dreams? Like what kind of things?
2: Yeah. So she had this dream that um, she went to the door of our dorm and it was rattling violently. And just like she said that there was like just a feeling that she could feel so vividly like that fight or flight instinct kick in. Um, And when she looked through the peephole, there was this thing like a man's body and a lamb or a goat's head
3: kids demonic as heck sounding
2: yeah and so I kind of she kind of confided in me and talked about other things that she saw like things out the window like eyes or faces out the window she said she was hearing things but like they felt so real in these dreams and like stuff like that and so I kind of just was like maybe you watch too much Tokyo Ghoul like (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah it happened like it's like you should be fine but if they keep happening like let me know Um, And then I started getting the dreams, like similar things happening in my little uh, mind space that, um, again, I don't sleep. So I kind of, I'll go in and out of like REM sleep, like a deep sleep, but it's mainly this, I don't know how to explain it, but it's like you're resting your eyes when your mind's kind of buzzy.
3: I feel like I live like that a lot. Like you're constantly, you're aware of what's going on, but you're losing time. Mm-hmm. right
2: yeah. yeah so i i sleep like that i don't know if i can call it sleep i'm sorry it's okay it's good i'm used to it i've had it since i was a kid like i said in the um uh my submission but um she went home a lot like i said not as much in second semester but when she did i would swear she was in the room with me
3: oh my gosh like a piece of her was like left behind kind of thing
2: yeah or something else maybe <laughs> okay.
3: So like, so like, say there's the two of you, there's you, maybe she's like a little emotionally weaker or something like that. So something connects to her, but when she's gone, it kind of like hovers over to you. Is that what you mean? Kind of thing. I'm glad
2: you bring up hover because oh. I would, so I slept with my, our beds were like this and they were mm-hmm. against the wall. I would sleep towards the wall to keep like light. Like I sleep with my blanket over my head to keep mm-hmm. light away. So I'd have my back to the entire room. And I can perceive energies. I can feel when somebody else is in the room, like that type of thing. We have that type of like sixth sense, like of being like, someone's looking at me. Who is it type of thing. Um, When she wasn't there, I would imagine like, or dream something watching me from her bed. Okay. And it got worse that I would like move and I would see something standing over my bed, like
3: when she did. Uh oh my and like okay so so something's hovering over your bed what's your first reaction to that like is I it like flip over it, i thought it was her
2: i i in this like little sleep state that i have i'm just like <sighs> it's that thing where you answer the phone and you're like hello and you have a full conversation with somebody and then you just like they yeah. text you later and you're like hey were you okay on the phone you're like we had a phone call
1: <laughs> so
2: like oh my would,
3: like, gosh
2: God. yeah it was crazy i would wake up and just be like
3: it's not here oh no what was that like, yeah, there's like I'd, a disconnect
2: again, i'd pull a shame a day and be like yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, whatever I'm good. yeah i'm good until it was like every night and it was so frequent and it was like i just would hear like shit that would just like make me like snap up in my bed and be like can i help you and then i just like roll over go back to sleep or like it just it got to this point where I was just kind of pissed off at what was happening and like talked about it um oops I dropped my name dropped
3: (laughs) I'll be be better (laughs) (laughs) about it
2: (laughs) I talked to her about it and uh she just kind of she was like well like I still do have the dreams I'm like are you having them at home or is it just here she's like it's just here I don't have them at home
3: Well, it's weird because, like, when you think about residents, we think about apartment buildings. Like, you're literally, especially when it comes to Mm residents, people are there for a year. They're in, they're out. They're in, they're out. It's the craziest, most formative time of their year. They've left for college. They're having these moments. They're going through some of the best and worst things that are going to happen to them. Like, there's no way that there's going to be a massive accumulation of energy that's not always great. Plus, people are, you know, they're they're dabbling in things. They're they're Mm -hmm. dabbling like. Look at the, the way things have gone. Occult, they're dabbling, you know, with their sexuality, they're dabbling with all these different things. So like there's gonna be this really weird imbalance there. And like when I went to college, I had a total mental breakdown in my first semester. And once I got home, I was like, Wow, why did I break down so bad? I don't feel how I felt there, how I feel here. So I know you went in, you tried to like correct the situation. Mm-hmm. So tell us about that.
2: So after I talked to her, my roommate, and she was kind of like, no, like, I've started sleepwalking again at home, but it was sleepwalking like yours. She was like, like, I go down to the kitchen and I, like, take out the carton of milk and then I just go back to sleep. <laughs> I'm like, why can't you do that here?
3: <laughs> yeah, why, why does it have to be the goat man? Why is it going to be the goat man in our bedroom, buddy? <laughs>
2: why does it got to be goat man? Why can't it be you, like spraying perfume on yourself and then laying back like make the bed do the laundry do something nice yeah literally clean my dishes for me (laughs) (laughs) oh my Um, gosh so I have done uh I do like smoke cleansings um with multiple different herbs um and so I asked her can I do it and she was like yeah like I'm going home this weekend because she doesn't like the smell of it um Mm. some people don't um I do
3: (laughs) me too me too I love it um
2: but Basically, I did a smoke cleansing and I started doing um, a salt barrier and banishing spell. So it's basically you put salt around the um, like circumference or I guess like the, the around the, yeah, the
3: exterior line. kind Yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And um, then you kind of say a little spell to kind of like like protect me type of thing and banish evil. Um, and I was in the middle of this. And it was like, hmm. 10 o'clock at night and I was tired and you really shouldn't do smoke cleansings when you're tired um, but all of a sudden the lights flickered in my room with
3: coincidence or not
2: that's the other thing I was like oh my god like this like this dorm is so old mm-hmm. <laughs> we had yeah. power outages all year long it didn't yeah. matter what day it was what was going on Um. so I was like oh here we go yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then just I was tired (laughs) yeah and then my laptop on my this one that I'm on um started it like went into like three sections and one of them was like like um staticky the other one was like lines and then it's like it looked like when you pushed on it like the bottom square looked like when you pushed on it and it started making these grinding growling noises what and I was like Okay. Like, I just finished the salt spell. Go, man, I was like, okay, anguish. I've had enough. Like, I am tired. <laughs> it's exam season. No more. Yeah.
1: You no, need- I'm done.
2: Yeah, I was like, whatever you are, whoever you are, this is my space. You are yep. not one. You need nope. to go. Oh my and then my laptop went blank, like black. And we had these Christmas lights that had been up since Christmas. This was in, like, uh, March. Okay. Like, second semester. So, they've been up for a couple months. They went, cr- they flickered, flickered again, and then went crashing to the ground.
3: And this is all in the series of, like, a minute?
2: Uh, like, yeah, like two. Oh, my gosh. And then I get a call from my best friend. Um, He's, I have two best friends that I met at uni, one of which is an intuitive and the other one which is a beacon. So. Okay. It's fun when we're, the three of us are together. But, it's just like, um, I
3: bet everything happens.
2: Oh, everything. <laughs> oh, my God. oh um, Oh, it's so much sometimes. We get drained with each other. Um, but, like, I'm an intuitive, um, my friends are intuitive, and then Beacon. Um, he called me, and he was, we have a bar across the, like, street from the dorm. Great, great, placing. Um, <laughs> but he called me and was like, are you Okay. Like, I haven't heard from you all day today like are you are you good and i was like you need to get over here right now and coincidentally he had our mutual like my other witch friend um with him and he was like i have blank with me can she come i was like yes bring her now
3: and bring that witch girl up here
2: (laughs) yeah like i was like please (laughs) like i'm alone with something that is not being nice to me and just I was like, just like, bring her, please. And he's like, I've never heard you like this before. Cause we'd only been friends at that point for less than a year. I started crying on the phone because like, as much as I know I can protect myself and as much as whatever, I'm tired. It's exam season. And now this,
3: right. I, I feel like there's these moments where like, of course we believe in it. We've, we've seen so many things we've lived through so many things, but when, but when it's actually physically happening and you're in that moment, it's so much scarier than you remember it. It's so much more intimidating because you're like, yeah, I've learned it. I've lived it. But in this moment, holy fuck. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's exactly what it was. It was holy fuck. And so he came crashing through the door and I didn't realize that my I had had my window open, but I had closed it after um like smudging, like saging, actually yeah. um, smoke cleansing is the more white term than the indigenous. But um. Like, he came crashing through the door and I, like, the cold, like, the room temperature just started to, like, like, it it dropped and then it just started to kind of warm up again. And okay. I didn't realize how cold it was. And when, like, my witchy friend stepped in the door, she was like, "Ooh, no, no. And she stepped right back out. She was like, I do not like the energy in here. She was like, it made my heart beat. She was like, like pita pata scary. Like <laughs> buttholes like, flexing, not right
3: good now. vibes.
2: <laughs> and like, I'm sitting on my like chair, my desk chair, just like, like just wiping away tears. And I'm like, I can't let this thing win. So I'm like, I'm fine. <laughs> but having yeah. my friends there kind of helped. Um, and yeah, after that, the uh, my roommate went home a lot more often because she wasn't doing a lot of um, on campus things again. So I was alone a lot of the time. But the activity kind of stopped. The dreams stopped. Um, I would sometimes still feel something. Like, I'm not going to lie. There were times that maybe I was paranoid um, and kind of, like, would look over at her bed. Like, kind of not. I'd just be like, I'm not scared of you. Like, if I'm going to oh. die, i someday anyways. Yeah. With like, a bang with a demon. like.
3: <laughs> well, sometimes, too, you know, focusing on them gives them. The power, you know, it's almost like we manifest them with our own thoughts. Like, just so you know, a bunch of girls are together at a sleepover party and they think something spooky happens, something spooky happens. It's kind of like you've manifested it to happen,
2: mm-hmm. especially when you're vulnerable. And uh, I'm surprised that if it was something um, and yeah. it wasn't a nice energy, that it didn't stay past that point. Yeah. Um, the stress of anxiety, like the stress and anxiety of my first ever university exams, um, I was taking classes, like literally like astronomy, like rocket science.
3: <laughs> and like, oh my God.
2: I know. I'm a theater student, mind you.
3: <laughs> so you just want it all.
2: I don't do rocket science. Um, but, like, I was trying to study hard for that and, like, trying to... We do this thing called streaming. I was trying to get into the acting conservatory and devised theater, which is, like, collaborative creation. Okay. Um, so, like, I was working, just, like, working myself like a dog. Like, I was so exhausted.
3: Um, so, my personal glad. energy level had just come yeah. down so much.
2: Yeah. I don't even think I was worth feeding off of if it was something like that. It I had
3: already be- taken everything.
2: <laughs> and two. Um, in my submission, I talked about like the mental health stuff that had been going on. Yeah, and like it just like, I was vulnerable and it sucked.
3: <laughs> yeah, and I feel like that's such a thing to talk about too because with it being an older dorm, like, that stuff was taboo. You couldn't talk about it. And now we can and there's this avenue and the fact that like whatever was going on, the environment that was created, it had affected you in such a strong way. So I want to say thank you so much for pulling through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm so glad you're here for this today. Cool. But like, yeah, at the same time, It's people don't talk about it enough still, even though it's not a taboo anymore. We still don't talk about enough. And we also don't talk about like the fact that these outside energies and entities can also really affect it. What's, what's your, yeah. What do you have to say on that? Um, so
2: in first year and like, I immediately was homesick. Like I have lived in the same little house for 20 years Um, I'm back at home now, but when I moved away, I was moving away five hours. I, I was, I made the huge decision (laughs) to do that and to try and thrive because, you know, um, I will say it's in Toronto. I won't say the institution. Um, but like I went, I was in Toronto and I love Toronto. I love the theater scene there. It's so amazing. And like, I knew I was going to thrive there one way or another, um, but like the day my mom left, um, I went to Fan Expo with a friend and I thought I was gonna be great. I thought it was gonna be fine. And then she left and I just sat because my roommate wasn't there yet.
3: It's like she you're a grown up now, frustrated.
2: you're on your own. I was completely alone. Oh. Like completely. Like my cousin goes to the same school and she was like working, like she wasn't there either yet. Yep. And she was doing like certain things with something called it's called Frosh, which is like an
3: Oh I like, know Frosh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like okay. the freshman week, then you do all the activities and yes, stuff, right? Yeah, I remember frosh. That
2: either, Because um I knew I would need my downtime. Yep. Um Mentally and, like, like, prepare. Yeah. Mentally yep. prepare, but I didn't realize just how isolated I would be. Um Yeah, it was it was a tough like, I just remember kind of just standing because um, my friend left, like my, my latter best friend, she just left. And I was just standing there in my room. And I was like, I made a mistake.
3: Oh, it's a worst. Like, that first night
2: is so hard. And it's so bad when it's a gut feeling, when mm-hmm. it's this guttural regret. And you're just like,
3: oh. <laughs> I'm in a big city. I'm by myself. My mommy's not here. Where's my bed? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't like. I don't want to get emotional but I was just like I don't want to be here right now you're grown up now you gotta
2: do it it. (laughs) I was like I'm not taking classes there's no reason for me to be here I didn't know how to work the subway I didn't know how to work the bus system I didn't know anything yeah and there was no one to teach me like I was you
3: were literally so vulnerable at this point
2: yeah and I met my one friend that I was talking about um she I met her like two weeks in so this building is so old that it does not have air conditioning Ew. um I it was 104 degrees in my room at some point and I fainted like full-on smack how could you sleep
3: like that
2: I didn't oh (laughs) yeah I forgot about that (laughs) like I was up like by the window at all times at my desk because I was just like it is so hot in here yeah like I was roaming the halls trying to like literally just like walk speed walk to get like air circulation yeah (laughs) and like she kind of saw me and was like hey like I have an air conditioner like do you want to come sit with me and that's how we met and that was in September by October she was taking me to she's in psychology nice and she saw signs immediately of something very very wrong and she took me to the counselor and I was diagnosed with derealization and disassociation Mm -hmm. Um, my anxiety disorder had gotten worse I'd been diagnosed since I was 14 with that but it had, uh, trauma and triggers had just accentuated it far greater than what I ever thought it could have gotten to. Yeah. Um, and she tried to send me to CAMH, which is the main mental hospital in Canada, um, as an outpatient, possibly inpatient.
3: What is derealization? I'm, I'm just, I'm not familiar with that. So what would that be? Yeah.
2: Um, so... About 20% of the population has it, but only about 5% realizes, um, as far as I know. Uh, Singer-songwriter Dodie, I don't know if you know her. um, Familiar, familiar for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She has it. Um, It's basically where you feel, the closest thing I can get it to is like, you feel like you're in a dream or you feel like you're high out of your mind.
3: Oh my god, okay. When I was younger, one time I smoked a lot of pot and then I just, it, it didn't go away. And I lived a month of feeling like I was really high and I wasn't connected and nothing was actually real and for, like, forever. And, like, I remember, like, I stopped eating, I stopped drinking because I was like, I need to just, how do I get back to, like, feeling like I'm a part of the world again? Because it was like n- nothing was real life. Is that kind right. of? That's exactly what it is. Oh, my gosh. It's like, Terrifying.
2: I still live with it. Um, oh my, actually I'm You gonna... are a
3: warrior because that is scary. <laughs>
2: I'm in an episode right now, uh, just from Uh, the pitta pata of (laughs) of being It's real life. We're here. We're here. Oh,
3: my gosh.
2: (laughs) But, like, it's very much, uh, it was scary. Because I, as an actor, you need to ground yourself. You need to be present. You need to be aware. And I would be in these shows and zone out. Like, my directors would call my name multiple times. And then I would just look at them and be like, how many times did you call me?
3: yeah click back in
2: yeah and I never thought like I never when people in like movies and stuff talk about like zoning out I was like y'all can still hear stuff yeah no not when you have something like I have
3: you're just gone
2: it's 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 unlike anything like even like talking about like it's like you're intoxicated but like past the legal limits. so so far like you're just gone yeah yeah and so um I definitely, that was part of some of the stuff that went on and just like my friend too, the psychologist friend that took me to the counselor ended up with anxiety as bad as I had. And I had had it for like four years. Like Whoa. this was not a safe place
3: mentally. Also, you need to knock that system. down. Yeah. Start again.
2: <laughs> oh my and listen, I'm all for old buildings. Not that
3: one. No. They need to, like, they need to knock it down. They gotta dig that up. They gotta fill the ground level with crystals. Then they can build (laughs) they can build a new building out of crystals.
2: They need to do, like, just plant a whole bunch of, like, safety plants and protection plants and just be like,
3: this is the witch's dorm. (laughs) I I really (laughs) wish, I really wish, like, there was like, people did look into this kind of stuff because people know, like, when someone gets murdered in a house, no one, that house is so cheap no one wants to live in that house because of what happened there. Like, why isn't there some kind of like they go in with those little machines that get rid of smells like why do we not have like a nasty energy like proto pack or something Bad machine Bad machine. Bad machine. Oh. Um, yeah um
2: my like eating disorder got worse like I would just like I didn't think it would get worse either like I would just not eat for days to the point of in second year my best friend he would call me and be like, I'm getting you Subway. Come up, come answer the door. And he would watch me eat to make sure I ate. My friends at home, my like family at home would be like, oh, like, you look so good. You've lost so
3: much weight. And I'd be like, please don't say that. Isn't that the worst thing someone can say ever? Mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, it's so good. Keep it up. I'm like, you have no idea, right? Yeah, like, I what's
2: going <sighs> on. like, I am starving myself for three days and then getting these atrocious hunger pains after I click back into the world and then just bingeing just eating everything that I can eat and nothing nutritious like freaking no. poutines and like hero burger and yeah. like just I'm a vegetarian too so it's not like I'm getting the right
3: type of nutrition you're not getting the vitamins you need sometimes yeah, too I mean, right I'm not, I'm not taking care of myself I'm a kid but like <laughs> yeah like so I- so it was literally this constant battle between dark stuff in the building dark stuff in your head you know dealing with missing your family so you pretty much created this well, not you, but the perfect environment was created to kind of let something creep in. Now, question Did anything follow you home? Or is home good, home is safe?
2: So, home is good, home is safe, but I already have entities at home. I have a little boy. His name is Freddie. Um, he likes playing with my action figures. Oh my gosh. As I said, action figures, I felt like a tingle down my spine. Ooh! No way.
3: This is my time, not yours. Um, (laughs) Everyone's going to be like, once this goes up, people will be like, I saw something in that
2: background. I bet. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Same
2: today. Freddie loves, like, throwing stuff. Um, When I was in my, what is now my mother's room in high school, um, I would, like, he would, okay, the shelf was above my desk. So he would pull out the chair. My best friend of eight years watched him pull out the chair. And hit me and was like, break. I was like, what do you want? She was like, <laughs> oh my God, Did you just move. I was like, that's just Freddie. Leave him alone. He does it every single night. I was like, it's just I do the know.
3: simple little movements that we come to understand and love that other people will poo themselves over. I just,
2: I have a video from that best friend as well of I'm counting. I'm like dressing up in these weird costumes and I'm counting and I go, one, two, three, four. And you hear like six, seven, eight. In the background, and I remember I watched that, and I was like, "Yo, (laughs) yo, (laughs) it's official, we got you." Having my Ninja Turtle action figures like across the room and stepping on them in the morning was not a big deal, but like hearing him talk, like he would like throw these toys, and I'd be like, "You need to pick up after yourself." Like, oh my goodness. It's I'm not scary off. anymore.
3: It's just annoying.
2: I just, like, I he throws stuff out of my closet all the time. He has temper tantrums. I used to hear things. I used to see orbs. I grew up with things in this house. Like, my earliest memory that I have is I was maybe th- three, four. And you're not supposed to have recollection at that point. But I remember it so vividly. It was this wall here. And it was just this orb. This just this about like this size of light and it just came out of nowhere did this and then just went right out the door okay. and I told my mom about it I'm not even kidding and I told my mom about it and she was like okay and like told me about how I used to stare up in corners as a baby and like laugh at something and my well, grandma, she knew
3: she was okay. waiting for you to come to her to be like you're yeah. a spooky kid
2: yeah you're right. <laughs> you. <laughs> great, great. Um, <laughs> Like I saw orbs as kids, all like as a kid all the time. Um, I was taught by my aunt, um, who is the like hereditary witch side, um, how to read auras. Um, so I can read auras, stuff like that. Like I've always grown up with entities. Which is a part of you. It's just not something that I'm scared of necessarily. But walking into this dorm was. Let that just guttural regret it was unlike anything I've ever experienced I thought spirits could not hurt me and I walked into that room and felt every single time that I laid down and turned my back to the room that I was going to die like I that fight or flight response would happen shoulders up here I have freaking like gum recession from how hard I would clench my jaw in my sleep because I'd be so terrified wow. like I oh <laughs> It was and unreal. there,
3: that that right there is the darker side of all of this. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That's the darker side of sleepwalking. The darker side of life is these things that we don't understand. But I want to thank you for sharing your story. That was incredible. And I feel like, you know, I'm going to get questions. So what are your social medias? So people can, if you if you want to share them, what are they?
2: Yeah, I have them written down. <laughs> so my, my Instagram is I'm Brie like the cheese. I-M-B-R-I-E-L-I-K-E the cheese
3: that is so cute
2: twitter is brie v cheese as in b-r-i-e-t-h-e-e-c-h-e-e-s-e and um i don't have a tiktok yet but what? i'm sorry <laughs> what are you doing you're a
3: theater you student
2: <laughs> <laughs> the fr- i'll make one uh, it'll probably be brie like
3: breathe the cheese or brie like the cheese um, you better claim that quick sure <laughs> perfect well thank you so much for coming on that meant so much is there anything else you want to add don't play with ouija boards oh my gosh (laughs) amen amen i collect them because i find them and i'm like i don't want this to fall into anybody else's hands
2: (laughs) (laughs) so spooky i won't even bring them into my house
3: Mm -mm. (laughs) Mm, mm -mm. well thank you so much you have a beautiful day thank you selena bye Guys, that was Brie, and I thought that was a really interesting look, kind of more of the darker side of sleepwalking. Obviously, the things that I do can be taken as kind of funny. I do definitely go through the footage. Like, I will have hours of footage to kind of go through, and sometimes there are things that creep me out. I know in my earlier videos on TikTok, I have this cabinet that I would always go to. And what people don't know and don't see on cameras, that cabinet, which is funny because Brie brought up Ouija boards, has two Ouija boards from the 50s and the 70s in there. And along in there is a whole bunch of obituary cards along with other kind of spooky relics. So, hey, am I doing it to myself? I know people crack a lot of jokes and they're like, oh, there goes Selena talking to the demons in her house. And we definitely make light of it but. It's not something to always be taken lightly. Like she said, you know, she went into this place where a lot of energy had been and this girl was having very dark dreams and dark realizations and stuff like that. And that that is that's the other side of sleepwalking, this scary side, because a lot of us don't want to believe in spooky stuff. And I I remember I've I've said this my whole life. When people say to me, they go, oh, I don't believe in it. I don't believe in what you saw. I don't believe in it. I want to be like, I don't want to fight them and be like, Nah, man, you have to believe in it. It's what I see. I am jealous. I am jealous of people who don't believe. I'm jealous of people who have not had paranormal experiences because it's strange. Like, people talk about giving birth and that, you know, your brain makes you forget the pain kind of thing. When I have seen scary things, it is terrifying in that moment. It is so scary. But it's like, as time goes on, it becomes less real to you. More of like a memory or a movie until, like she said, we talked about, till you're right back in that moment again, where you're seeing something and it everything clicks in and all those feelings of the things that you saw before come back and i just think when it comes to sleepwalking you know As I said, in the past, it was looked at as this demonic, creepy thing. And I get it, dude. Have you seen my face? Have you seen my eyes in the camera when they turn white? And it is absolutely terrifying. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode of The Haunted Estate. Sorry if she is a little bit rocky, guys, but I am so excited. We have some really cool guests upcoming. We're going to be talking to a real life vampire. We're going to be talking to someone all about death. I really think that you're going to be interested in it. And I just can't wait to like... Kind of share the world of the unknown, the spooky, and, you know, ask the questions that maybe some of us are afraid to ask. Get those answers because you know what? There's nothing wrong with being curious. I love you all. Make sure that you subscribe. Make sure you get your notifications on so you know that every single time this comes on, you're ready to listen to it. And hey, don't forget, follow me on everything. I'm Selena Spooky Boo, and I hope you have the best day ever. Stay spooky, Boo Crew. Bye!
0: Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.
3: Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com.